0: we have all heard stories about athletes who give back to their community, but in my decades of working in and following the sports business, few walk that walk like ex-NBA great Bill Hanslick. Bill's the CEO of the Gold Crown Foundation, an organization that's transforming the way sports and education merge together to serve young people. You're going to love Bill's passion on this episode of Making Our World Better. Welcome to the Making Our World Better podcast, where you will find motivation and encouragement through lively conversations with inspirational people who every day are making our world a better place. Now, here's your host, Jay Clark. Welcome to the podcast. I am Jay Clark, and I'm thrilled for the chance to have a conversation with my friend, mentor and role model, Bill Hanslick, CEO of the Gold Crown Foundation. Before we bring Bill in, I'd like to provide a quick introduction. After a stellar basketball career at the University of Notre Dame where he earned a mechanical engineering degree and helped the Irish reach the NCAA's Final Four, Bill was a first-round draft pick of the NBA Seattle Supersonics and was also a member of the 1980 U.S. Men's Olympic basketball team, which unfortunately was part of the Olympic boycott. After a brief stint in Seattle, Bill was traded to the Denver Nuggets where he went on to play nine seasons. Was it 9 pretty sure it was nine nine seasons, and is still among franchise leaders in games played and a few other statistical categories. We'll hear more about this later, but while he was playing for the Nuggets, Bill helped found the Gold Crown Foundation with his business partner, Ray Baker, here in Colorado to provide one-week girls basketball camp. After his, career, his playing career ended, Bill coached with the NBA's Charlotte Hornets and Atlanta Hawks before returning to Denver for a season as head coach of the Nuggets. Bill decided to fully step away from coaching and join the Gold Crown Foundation full time in the early 2000s as its CEO. Since then, the Gold Crown Foundation has joy enjoyed unimaginable growth and has become, pardon my pun, the gold standard for sports and education program in Colorado. And it's going to be fun to talk about all that with him. Bill, welcome.
1: Jay Baugh, great, great <laughs> to to see your smiling face. You, you, you sort of got right. I was nine years with the Denver Nuggets. Okay. Two more with Seattle, so eleven. Okay, eleven all together. And nine then three here. back operations I'm, added to that.
0: I mean, do we count? We could talk about basketball all day, but do we count the year that you had to suffer on the bench Ooh. for the Paul Westhead? Yeah. The, <laughs> the Paul well, the, the
1: good seasons. news about that, I was I was hurt all year, uh, all so. year I, so I didn't have to partake. Oh gosh. Sit
0: and watch. Full disclosure, I used to be. The, I was the PR guy for the Nuggets when back when. Bill was playing one of the PR guys and you Bill's, were the main
1: PR guy, but, director of well, media relations. Uh
0: Bill awesome. Young was my guy and he brought me in and Bill's last season, he injured his back in training camp, and it was Paul Westhead's first season after we got rid of Doug Moe for some reason. And oh having to sit I just remember Royal having to sit in the chair behind Ooh. the bench and suffer through those games. Ugh. That was a long season. <laughs>
1: It was a long one. The only one longer than that was my one year as a head coach for the Denver Nuggets. That was really, oh, that really was long. That was a
0: tough one to watch from the yeah. bench.
1: Anyways, <laughs> let's let's talk about
0: the Gold Crown Foundation. So for anybody who doesn't know what the Gold Crown Foundation is, how would you describe it?
1: Well, I, I, I guess the simplest way is is to start start with our mission, mission statement, which is uh, educating youth through sports and enrichment. Um, and then we add on our tagline, which is, preparing kids for the game of life Uh, my partner business partner ray baker and i oh boy back in 86 so a long 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 time ago (laughs) 36 plus years we started the foundation as a one-week girls nonprofit camp with the idea of just trying to help uh, girls uh, with an opportunity to um you know make their basketball game a little better and there wasn't something there for him. So we tried to fill voids. And and then things just started evolving. We said, well, if we do this, we'll just give away the money we raised. We didn't want to make money. So we gave it away. And then we said, well, if we roll it back in, we could do a little more. Consequently, 37 years later, we now... <laughs> uh handle about fifteen to eighteen thousand kids annually in sports and enrichment programs.
0: It's remarkable. And over that time period has been such a long period of time, how has how's it evolved? How I mean, how have the people that you serve changed? Because that's got to be a lot different well, from
1: y- y- Good point, Jay. But you, and you know, I, know yeah. It, I think the most interesting thing to me, I, I guess I'm old enough now. I'm 64 years old where we have kids of the kids participating, and probably not far off of the kids of the kids right. of the kids yep. participating. And and to hear the stories where a mom or dad will come in. Oh, I remember when I was in your camp, and before you had the field house, we were down at Metro State, and and um, talking about oh, I had fun. And guess what, Jimmy, Susie, Billy, whoever they're bringing in, um, just loves. So we started as a basketball camp, but it's evolved into so much more.
0: Right. And, you know, one of the cool things as an observer now is developing the whole kid, just not provide, I mean, you provide awesome basketball, volleyball, all these great programs, golf,
1: but you're, you're doing more than just blowing a whistle and saying it's game time. Absolutely. I mean, we often say, you know, I I said, what's the hook? The hook is sports, but what do we want to do? We want kids in there and we want to teach them life skills, teamwork, character, commitment, responsibility, all those things that you carry on in, in life. And a lot we help the moms and dads that are coaching with different ideas and things. But but it's those values because we know the kids, we have, I don't know, five or 6,000 kids in our junior high basketball program. Only 3% will maybe touch the varsity court at their high school God, they'll think go to. Of that. That's not why we do it. Hey, if we had NBA players? Yeah. Have we had <laughs> division one college, college Yeah. But the mass of these kids are these kids that just love the sport of basketball, get something out of it, and it helps them uh, as they go forward in their lives.
0: So one of the cool initiatives that it's like, oh, my gosh, why didn't we ever think of this before? But one of the cool initiatives is the health huddle. Talk a little bit about that one.
1: Wow. That, you know, again, brainchild of my uh, partner, Ray Baker, um and we just started seeing some numbers that we did not like to hear. And a lot of that was about teen suicide. And we, we said, wow, there there's an area. We've always wanted to fill voids. So we said, how can we do something? It actually started way before COVID, maybe a year, year and a half before COVID hit. And obviously COVID accelerated the issues with mental health. So our team got together and 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 we've evolved this. So we instead of just Focus in solely on the mental health, which we talk sports nutrition, sports performance, and mental health. So that they all kind of go together in the sporting world, but that mental health is the big bucket. And and um, we've progressed it. We we're trying to find the best of where we can get the information out to parents, kids, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and we continue to evolve it every day.
0: So this is this is not just you know, show up at six o'clock for your basketball game and we'll provide the officials and we'll tell you what court you're on. This is, hey, how can we help these kids mentally, physically,
1: kind of the whole thing? Absolutely. Uh, mentally, physically, and and helping the coaches to, um, uh, d- to give them some signs. Right. Okay. I'm a coach. What what do I look for? Well, there's nothing better than just say, hey, before we start practice, take five minutes. How was your day? Jay, how was your day? Jill, how was your day? Whoever, you know, and the kids open up a little bit. And a lot of times the coach is one of the most influential person, people in that child's life. It's true. And you're going to find some things.
0: It's true. One of the cool points, I remember somebody saying, can you remember your sixth grade basketball coach's name? Absolutely. Coach Stone. Could you remember your sixth grade math teacher? Oh, I had nope. to think about that for a minute, but I could tell you my baseball, basketball coaches are right off the top. So this has got to be kind of interesting and, and must feed you a little bit is that you're spending a lot of time coaching coaches.
1: Yes. And in, in, in a way, you often use the term influence the influencers. Right. Coach the coaches. Same, right. same term. And, you know, we're, we're not perfect, but can we help? Can we can we? Take some best of thoughts that we get from a variety of different ways and and really help our coaches think, yes, we can. Yeah. And it,
0: it has to be an interesting as somebody who played the game on the highest level, it has to be interesting to see how parental involvement has changed over the years to now where parents are almost. To me, they're almost too involved. I think there's an officiating crisis. But I I think there's also this perception that if I push hard enough, my kid can become a Division I scholarship athlete. So that has to be an interesting thing for you to somebody who's been there and knows what it takes to get there to watch this going,
1: "Uh, I don't know. And it's tough because deep down, you know the parent and every parent's like this from a standpoint of they want what's best for their kids right. and they want it so bad. Right. But sometimes they want it a little too much. And does <laughs> Billy or Susie really want, they just want to go out and have fun and play the game. Right. And there's all sorts of studies that go out and, and parents say, what's the most important? Well, win the game. Right. Have the most points <laughs> on the team. No, it's have fun, have a relationship with another person on my team. As, right. the, as the kids tell you what the, right uh, winning becomes near the bottom with them. Yeah. So, well, and
0: on top of the, super cool sports programs, which again, we could go on forever. Another kind of big avenue for the foundation is enrichment program. And that's a big umbrella But Talk a little bit about those.
1: Well, it, it, this is one of the funniest stories I think we had. We, we had moved our foundation along where we kept adding numbers and adding numbers, but we became in a situation where we really needed our own facility. So um and you were very much involved with this, Jay, but you know the whole story. But, but we got to the point where we acquired an abandoned middle school. And it had a football field and it had school. We thought we could renovate it and, and use the gyms and use the classrooms. We got it. We said, oh, this is great. And then, then it was asbestos and wiring problems. Oh, we geez. had to scrape it. We didn't yeah. have money to do anything. And, and not only that, we're in debt. So, but things evolved. It was the best thing that happened because instead of putting lipstick on a pig, we built exactly what we need. But at that point, we were very much sports oriented and Ray's wife, Fran came to us and said, oh, we're gonna have 1,500 square feet of classroom. And to this day, I remember my reply. Hey, I think that's great. We can't afford a (laughs) $56,000 square foot (laughs) field house. another
0: 1,500 square feet. Yeah, another
1: 1,500, (laughs) let's just not afford that too. But the best thing we added, because we're very unique from that standpoint of of having both sports and enrichment programs in the same place at a real high-quality level.
0: Which is cool. I mean, eSports is now going to be an official Chasa activity, <laughs> which is totally cool. Yeah. Um, so tell me, as CEO of the organization, what do you view as your most important role?
1: Well, um, first, I, I mean, it's it, like often with any other organizations is 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 your team your your people your individuals and how they're doing and how do we keep them energized and right. really enjoying what they do we've got right. a tremendous staff and ironically it's grown as everything it's like our budget's grown but all in a good way yeah. so it's really fun um kevin petty's our uh executive director slash president and just done a incredible job of, of continuing the growth of where we're at and so it's fun to hear our, our younger people what interests them and where they think we ought to go right. and you try to d- drive or help net them network with different people mm-hmm. that can lead us to the the direction we want to go
0: so coming off of a successful playing and coaching career i know because i was around i know there were countless opportunities for you why Gold Crown?
1: You know, we, we started it while I was playing, and, yeah, I, I, I was fired. Uh, my last NBA job,
0: oh, there, I was fired. You could have been, hey, coach. gotten a job at any, yeah, any I, number I had of some, teams. I did
1: have some opportunities, but at that point in my life, you, you know, the good Lord leads you down paths, and my path just said, God, I love Gold Crown. This is what I want to do do I want to go back out on the road? And I'd, I'd done that for 18 years right. and travel and yeah, here's some cool spots and, and the competitiveness is good at some point. But, but I, no, I, I wanted to be around my family. And I, I said, this is, I want to take my time, go to go crown. How can I make it better? And that's what drove me
0: today to this day. Is that still what gets you?
1: Yeah. I love it. People ask, well, what are you going to retire? I said, I am retired. I'm just having fun, living the dream every day. So That's I don't, awesome. Retired is just kind of a weird word. But it is. No, I have no plans on leaving what I'm doing. Uh, I have too much fun every day seeing what's new and what's different at Gold Crown.
0: Well, I've known you a long time. Uh, when I first met you and Mary Beth, you were pregnant with Jilly. And Jilly now has how many kids of her own? Three. Three. Yeah. yeah. So that tells you how long we go back. But And I know... Even when you're a player, I know this from Mary Beth, that service and giving back has always been a big thing for you. And where does that come from growing up or? You know, that's
1: a good or, question. Jay, yeah, I, I get that. Asked to me every once in a while, I think a little bit growing up, but really at the University of Notre Dame, I'm, I'm Catholic and, and I really, I, I learned a lot of things there. I was an engineering major. I'm like, how did I pick engineering? <laughs> you know, but I, and now I run a foundation and I do TV right, real related, right. you know, whatever. Um but I, but I learned a lot of things, and I, I learned the joy of, of giving back and helping other people. That, that energized me. I love, you know, when I can make somebody else's life a little bit better, whatever that might be. So that drives me, and that drove me more with Gold Crown, and, and just going after new ideas and new thoughts every day really uh, makes my life pretty complete.
0: Because I think one of the cool parts about Gold Crown is, is you're doing that almost from both sides—from the people that you serve, all the kids in the program that you're providing. But then again, I've seen it on talk about a little bit about it on the sponsorship side. Gold Crown's in a, a a leader and a groundbreaker, I think, with its its sponsorship levels, and always been approaching it almost from a sports marketing process, uh, point of view. But talk to me about how you work with the sponsors to do the same thing. Take what you're doing at Gold Crown and provide value to the sponsors.
1: Yeah, I, it's, we, we wouldn't be where we're at. I, I, first off, I don't know how you do what we do if you did it in the for-profit world. It has to be. That's the only way I see us surviving. But we've survived a lot because of those sponsorships. The majority of our revenue comes from fee-based program, but anybody can't afford, you're in. So how do we make up that difference? Well, it's, it's marketing. It's telling the story. What are you guys doing? Why do you do this? And we've been able to create a really cool niche group of companies that care about kids. And I really love meeting with those guys every day. There's, there's always a story about somebody or something that we're going to say, Hey, let's pitch so-and-so on this idea. And
0: but but the reason that's successful is is you're providing value back to those
1: people. We we would like to think yes. We, we provide value back um, not only from the mass of kids that we have but but also from the uh, what do you call it? corporate social responsibility CSR. Right. That's big for companies. Particularly in today's world, what are you doing? What XYZ what are you doing to help help our country be a better spot and yeah. we can we can tell a story and they can be part of that.
0: Can you tell? Do you have any of your favorite gold crown stories that you can tell?
1: Oh boy, there's probably a zillion. I
0: mean, after 37 years, oh. that's a, that's an impossible question. Countly. But any that really stand out? I mean, um, for me, the NWBA is a big one. The wheel, hosting the, yeah, the, the national count the wheelchair that, basketball a, championships.
1: We had um, we the the National Wheelchair Basketball Association years ago um, were in. I've, I think there were seven different divisions, seven different cities, and they would have um, playoffs and, and it but it would draw like no. It, and I knew the, the the head of the NGB down at Colorado Springs. And I said, you ever thought about having it all in one spot? And well, oh, you got something. I said, yeah, gold crown. And I, I don't know how we're going to do this, but you were there. You remember. And one of our you, you, as these things go, you always have challenges. So We brought, there were a thousand athletes came in and every athlete, just like if you were a basketball player, you have your everyday shoes, you have your basketball shoes. Well, you have your everyday wheelchair and you have your playing chair. What are we going to do with these playing chairs? You can't just park a (laughs) thousand wheelchairs in the field out. So we created a check system and we used the Lakewood high school football team. And we got, uh, I think we had two or three trailers, semi-trailers from Navajo trucking parked in our lot and we just loaded it and work. worked yeah. and we got all the teams involved and it was a god beyond our wildest dreams of success of watching these kids not only did they play and have fun they had a tremendous surface to play on and they played in front of I don't know how many people we had there seven hundred fifty yeah, a thousand every bunch. game that they they played and yeah. different divisions from kids to adults and uh, yeah that was that's that was special Jay but that was a yeah. really cool one
0: yeah but looking back I mean if you if you sit back I I know you and you don't do this very you're always super present in the moment which is awesome but when you look back and think of yourself in 1986 when you started this. Two-week basketball camp, could you ever envision it would be where it is? And the team in place now has taken this, has elevated this foundation to to such heights.
1: I I often say, people ask, well, what was your business plan? (laughs) Well, we didn't have a business plan. There's no business plan. (laughs) We just, our our motto was, well, that worked. Let's try this over here and see if this works. And we try this and do this. And yeah, were we good at what we did? Yeah, because we... We had that ability to, to relate and know people, network, where we could get things done that wouldn't cost us an arm and a leg because people want to help us because we are helping kids. So, it's it's you look back and you go, how did this ever happen to this size? Because we didn't. It wasn't a blueprint. Here's our book. Here's what we're going to go for. It just piece by piece, every day we keep. You know, if you're with an or if you're an organization and you became stagnant from the standpoint, let's just keep doing exactly what we're doing. It, eventually you're going to erode and you're going to start going south. So right. we keep trying to grow, find new ways to do more. Well, it's,
0: you know I know you told us what the mission statement is, uh, but, I, but the, there's always been an internal mission statement. That's what's best for the kid. And I mean, is that still the...
1: Yeah, uh, Jamie, if, you were there. When we, 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 whenever we had a question, should we do this or do this? What's in the best interest of the kid made it perfect. It made it so easy to go right. in and a
0: direction. And again, where does that come from?
1: Divine intervention. <laughs> I, I don't know where that, that term, but, but we, we have had that from the get go and it's worked.
0: Cause if you, if you know, I'm thinking if somebody's listening out there going, how do I build an organization I think it's. I think that's one of them. Have a light post like that that you can always look yeah. back on and, and, and you, whatever answer that question. And that yeah, that's your answer. I think you're
1: absolutely right. You've got to have, when in doubt, what direction do I go, and what makes you go in that direction? Right. This was simple. What's in the best interest, kid? We're going to go that yeah. way.
0: What, what do you see as as the future for a gold Crown? I mean, the future. I mean, it, it is what you make of it.
1: it the future is always new ideas, growth. Um, where can we fill another void? And yeah, we have some short-term goals. We, we like every, word is a short-term, how are we going to handle these next set of camps or whatever we have going on, Richmond programs? But then what, what, what lies ahead <laughs> six months, a year that we want to accomplish to make those things better? Um, so we look ahead and then we have you know bigger vision goals of what would we like to do um how can we serve more kids right. well we gotta well if we're gonna serve more kids we might need a big another facility yeah. so who, yeah, knows? who knows that might be down the road
0: who knows um switching gears a little bit now i go to what i, I call these the fab four these are our, these are my last questions and the first one's pretty easy. It's like, what is something you will listen to, read, or watch today?
1: Listen to, read, or watch today. I think probably in the biggest world, I'm Catholic, so I have a couple things that I, every morning, I, I, I read Faith and D. It's a gospel reflect. It's a gospel uh, verse, and, and then there's a reflection by somebody and I'll pray it in a prayer. And I love that. And then the Augustine Institute. I'm a big uh, believer in a guy named Dr. Tim Gray yep, and um, Tim has a thing called formed yep, and it's three or four minutes. it works great three to five minutes every day I automatically hit those every day I like reading the Denver Gazette and then it could just be just about anything <laughs> but I always start my day off that way
0: who's a role model for you as far as making the world better somebody you admire doing a lot of the same kind of work that you're doing
1: well there's nobody I can point to more than my business partner and foundation partner, Ray Baker. I mean, Jay, you've been around him. I've been around him. I call Ray one of the most influential people in Colorado that nobody knows about unless you're the governor, the mayor, the head of any of the sports team. And why do they like Ray? Because he's smart and all he cares about is kid. There's never a personal interest no. in what Ray does.
0: We would. I would answer that the exact same way what's an organization other than gold crown that you admire out there doing work that you that you admire man.
1: there's just a bunch i, I love helping other charities I, I i think of brian greasy's judy's house help kids that have family members that have lost somebody it's just an incredible so needed organization i do a lot in the education world but you ran seeds of hope you know providing scholarships for inner kitty city kids to go to Catholic schools, and you don't have to be Catholic, but the education they get is beyond brilliant. So big in the education world, giving back to their uh, however I can. Uh, those are probably two big ones that I really like.
0: And this is something I almost kind of almost forgot to touch on this, but you mentioned it real briefly and probably glossed over. But when somebody can't pay to to participate in a Gold Crown program, what happens?
1: You're in. So yeah, we, we've never made that a thing we we do we do kind of like even if you can afford 50 cents a buck the reason it's not the money that makes no difference whatsoever but when you have a vested interest at some little bit you're going to show up you're going to be there and so we we tend to we we do a lot of scholarship dollars every year uh in the different programs uh, but we like it when a kid brings in a buck. We just it makes a difference in it's, his life.
0: It's another life lesson, right? Yep. It, it absolutely is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lastly, if anybody listening wants to learn more about what you're doing at Gold Crown, where can they find you?
1: Well, GoldCrownFoundation.com is the easiest one. Uh, being there, you can get our phone number. You can call any of us. So we get it on. Uh, yeah, but I got to give you a shout out because <laughs> our foundation had gone on a little bit. But the huge, biggest jump that got us to the next level was when you became the first uh, executive director for Gold Crown. How many years were you?
0: Full disclosure: I've worked at Gold Crown for fifteen years. The, fifteen the, years—I uh, couldn't yeah. remember that so at my, It was fifteen. Oh, it was—it was, it was great, and um, yeah. you know, amazing experience and. Got to do things I look back on and go, I can't believe Was that really yeah, me? Yeah. Uh, well, you,
1: you, I mean, building all star park. Jay's out there that was the fun. night before it opened with his ratchet set, <laughs> putting seats in. That was yeah, fun. Yeah, it was you, great. You know, the yeah. team
0: in place now, it's so much fun to watch. They've, like I say, they've elevated. This organization beyond uh, any place that I I could have ever taken it, um, and so it's it's just You're a big part it's of awesome. the history of. i
1: wouldn't be today without. I'm
0: uh, your proud to benefits. proud to have that on my resume, and I appreciate it. But uh, Bill, thanks for thanks for being here again with me. Um, it, uh, again, if if you were to if I were to give you my personal Mount Rushmore people that have uh, impacted my life, Bill would Bill would be on it. So grateful for the time and uh keep it going with gold crown
1: thanks java and you and, can uh,
0: catch don't forget that you can catch bill on altitude if we ever get to actually see altitude
1: oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't we'll go stay there stay away from that
0: one we'll yeah. go, won't go there yeah. uh but yeah bill does such great work in the community great on air with uh, altitude so i hope you all will take a second and go visit gold crown and go Nuggets, go nuggets go avalanche and uh, go gold crown Thanks for listening in today. I can tell you after years of working side-by-side with Bill, there's nobody more passionate in making a difference and making our world better for young people. If you're interested in how I might be able to bolster your efforts and help you achieve your goals, I'd love to have a conversation with you. You can find me at makingourworldbetter.com. Check the show notes for contact information on Bill and the Gold Crown Foundation. And if you enjoyed this podcast, we'd be grateful if you could leave us a review a comment, or a rating. Until next time, I hope you find a way to make our world better.